<laughs> You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad. Get your freaky, deaky cult mask and find the nearest secluded house out in the middle of nowhere, because it's Summerween and we're going to be haunting and, and tormenting some very pretty white people with The Long Night, sponsored by Shudder. The Long Night is about a woman named Grace who didn't have a family growing up and her bae Jack who does have a family and she just by golly wants him to stick up for her when she meets his parents and they have a big argument about that the movie's not about that at all they're actually going to a retreat to find out about her mysterious past a nice little house out in the middle of nowhere that night, some spooky ongoings take place, and there are some men in the yard, or people in the yard, or ghosts. Long Night, yes, directed by Rich Ragsdale, written by Mark Young and Robert Shep. With me to survive this review, hopefully, someone who always books her long night stays in advance. Jordan is with us. Yes, and this summer, Ween, make sure your watermelon lanterns are nicely carved. Also with us, it's the best part before the night ends, that first break of sunshine. Ray is with us. <laughs> you know me too well. Hello. Also, someone who knows the best way to kill a cultist is with a bludgeoning device, not with your long-range weapon. Luane is with us. Hey, fireplace pokers don't have to be reloaded. <laughs> hmm. So, I do want to introduce the cast. Grace Covington, our lead, played by Scout Taylor Compton. Jack Cabot, by Nolan Gerard Funk. Just want to go out and say, I loved them as a couple. I totally dug how he was like, can we just leave? Because nobody ever says that when spooky things start happening. I totally loved how he pulled the classic white boy line, Hey, my dad's a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was also something about him graduating from Princeton. I'm like, yeah, that's Oh, that's right. Oh. Well, he's got the haircut and the, yeah. the furrowed brow of a... And the right car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he definitely wore a Princeton sweatshirt yeah. with a it, sideways mm-hmm. hat. Yeah. No. Yeah, everything about him just screams what his character is. Essentially, we have a home invasion movie, but it's not your home. And there's something deep, dark, and mysterious under the surface. 
which I know a lot of uh, horror fans will probably pick up, I don't want to say immediately, but rather quickly. The jump scares are just an abundance of loud screeches randomly, which I, I honestly don't mind. It's It makes it a lot of fun to watch in a group. But uh, what did you all think of The Long Night? Well, I think you're right that most people are going to figure this out pretty quickly. Um, so it's something that I had an issue with for me because I figured it out so quickly. Uh, and because they use, it's almost like a mishmash of every film you've ever seen. Now, again, this is not to say that there are not some really good scenes in here. But as a horror fan, I my brain just kept going back to, oh, look, that's this movie and this movie. And, oh, look, that over there this, is this movie and this movie. And, oh, look, now they're paying homage to that director and this director. And so that kind of took me out of this a little more than I wanted to be taken out of it. But that may just be me. Yeah, there was there's, – there's a lot of very obvious trope, which, again, not always a problem. I mean, a lot of horror movies are – similar to each other now a couple's retreat that's just a good time all around it kind of feels like an overdone trope to me because honestly i'd just lock the door and be like there's some creeps in the yard and that would kind of be the end of it i know that's not very exciting jordan what did you think about the invasion aspect of this honestly i thought this movie was pretty damn atmospheric i really like the cinematography there was an actual like real sense of dread to everything and you didn't mention jump scares but i thought there was like a really great effective one with a pair of headlights really the true hero of this movie jeff motherfucking Fahey, enters the picture because that's how you know shit will get done uh so uh, I do also find it weird, like, between this and Off Season, this is like the second Shudder movie I've reviewed this month. That's like chapter titles. Although, here, it actually makes more sense, and they actually lead into what happens afterwards. So, uh, what I will say is this movie was very weird, but it was very excellent it was it had a great cinematography it, it felt again it felt very atmospheric properly creepy and i thought scout taylor T compton was amazing in the lead role she was really the most compelling thing throughout the movie i agree with that as well i was looking at her filmography and she's done some scream queening in the past because it's all about the reaction on whether or not you believe someone who's broken to your house is going to hurt you. I live in Canada, and as silly as it sounds, you three, if someone broke into this room right now with a mask on, I'd be like, can I help you? Like, how embarrassing would that be? <laughs> That's actually one of the things I got. I don't know if I got a chuckle out of but it was interesting to see because there's a point where they're actually armed. Like, they have access to a shotgun and a box of shells. And I'm like... Well, there's not that many guys. Pick a room, fortify that room, and just start picking them off as they come in. There's no reason to go out and confront them. Or if you're good enough shot with a shotgun and it's slugs and not shell, or not shot, then you could probably just pick them off from the window. But either way, it feels like there are other ways you could have handled this. 
Although neither of them strike me as gun people anyway, so who knows? Yeah. What and they had Jeff Fahey, so I mean, here, give him the gun; he can take care of it. They need to survive the night. But as the mystery slowly unfurls, did the movie keep keep your interest after it's revealed to be kind of a pretty common horror trope, especially as far as out in the woods stories goes? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Not I mean, really. Again, again, maybe I'm just being extra harsh, but it. I thought there was my problem with it was I thought there was a little too much padding here as in there are long shots of nothing and there's slow motion for not a lot of reason I was more fascinated as I kept watching it with the lead performance which we've already said and I actually enjoyed the score for this I thought that there are some really good um, music going on in this Uh, but as far as the story itself holding my interest Again, I I think it was a little bit of a miss because I, I figured it out too early. Well, yeah, and you can even have figured it out too early and get to where it nearly ends. But then it ends and it's like, oh, well, you probably could have got another act out of this. Maybe trim a little at the front end and give us a little more at the other end. But I don't know. I think I think if there's... I think what we're all getting to really is that for all of us, the weakness of this seems to be in in the script itself, not so much the performances of the direction or the, the technical stuff. I think that seems to be where the weakness really kind of lies with this. Um, and the fact that it's tropey isn't itself a problem. I mean, you could just do something different with those tropes. That's usually the easiest way to make that effective. And this, I don't think really, really does that though. Exactly. Now it goes without saying, if you're going to survive the night, you're going to need someone sexy with you. And um, as we've both, you know, it's been brought up like two or three times. No one is more sexy than Jeff Fahey. Uh, You mean the true hero of the movie? Jeff motherfucking Fahey? Hey, think about it. He is the true hero. How else would they have gotten off the island and lost? (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I I didn't know Jeff Fahey was going to be in this. So I was very... Uh, you know, pleased to see him. He, uh, even in his uh, limited role, yeah, he's always a fun delight to see. Honestly, and he he did a very good job. I wish I sounded that awesome. <laughs> his voice in this, I was like, God, I wish I sounded that good on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, when when he enters, I feel like I think it's time to leave. Like that was my thought, even though. That is one of my favorite scenes. It has nothing supernatural about it, but three people are in a room. Nobody knows what's going on, and all three of the actors, perfect, because they all have a right to defend themselves, but also nobody actually lives there, so who does, in fact, have the rights? If anything went down in a horrific way, the cops would show up and be like, well, shit, just throw some crack around the place and let's leave, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that was that was actually one of the that was one of the better scenes in it because everybody gets to do a thing, you know, and it's not conventional horror thing. It's interacting with another human being you don't know in an unpleasant situation, um, which is further compounded by the fact that he seems to be like what people outside. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Yeah. Well, now seems a good time to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People come and go so quickly around here. Yes. It's interesting. It's when he shows up, you, nobody is sure. You're right. Every you're, you're all right. Nobody is sure, but he comes in the door and he's the least sure about what's happening because he, of course he hasn't been there, but he is the most assertive. Oh, and yeah. to see him take over that room in that way is really, yes, he, he makes a great entrance, and I wish we had more of him. Yeah, same. Well, let's carry all of that into our final thoughts. Jordan, would you lead us, please? Yeah, uh, like I said, I thought this movie was very entertaining. It has a great leading performance by Scout Taylor Compton, and I thought uh, the cinematography, the score... All great. I was honestly very hooked and invested until that third act where it kind of just fucks itself. It just it just collapses in of itself. It just, <laughs> it goes nuts. Unintended. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's what that, that that was the intention, but maybe too well. I I went from oh, I really can't wait to recommend this movie to I can only mildly recommend it honestly so i'm gonna give it seven out of ten sink snakes oh very good ray yeah i think this is another one where we're not going to get a lot of dissension in in our in our ranks on this movie we're, we're pretty much on the same page about it the again lead performance is good the score is good they have some good ideas going on here but they also have a lot of things that they're just straight up and I don't want to say stealing, but maybe paying homage to in other movies and, and, and leaning a little heavily on that. Uh, but there are some things to like here. And I would really like to see a little more of uh, our lead a actress, Scout. I would really like to see a, a few more of her films because I looked at her filmography and I'm just unfamiliar with most of it. So at least I'll go now and watch some of her other films. Uh, but as far as this film goes, I'm not sure that I can recommend it. I can recommend like the first half and then the second half goes a little too off the rails for me. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think I'm only going to give this one a six and a half uh, big, scary black robes out of ten. Very good. Uh, Luane. Um, I think I mentioned before, I think the story is probably the weakest element of it. And we've kind of gone back and forth what, about what that, that is. Um, I don't know how much of that is hindered by the budget. I don't know what the process was for the production. Um, that said, um, it, it looks good. It sounds good. It's got some really good visuals. Um, and the director, Rich Ragsdale, um, seems to be more known as a composer. Um, and most of the, the films I've seen listed on like his IMDb are music videos and short films. So I absolutely get wanting to, to do a feature if you have the opportunity, even if you, maybe the script's okay. Um, so in the end, it's, it's better, better than it could have been, but not as good as I would have liked it to be which is kind of an uncomfortable way to put it. So I'm going to put it a little above the middle at three out of five. Yay, it's Jeff Fahey! <laughs> Very nice. You know, for me, 
This one really brought me back to a time when my brother and cousins, we'd go down to the Blockbuster, really dating myself here, and just grab a stack of VHSs. Some of them were horrible. Some of them were great. None of them were new or playing in theaters because, you know, all of those would be taken immediately that morning. And you're kind of just left with the, uh, well, what's this? Uh, This has a fancy cover. Wow, she's beautiful. Let's pick this one. Out of that stack, with the nostalgia alone, this, you know, because my cousins had a thing for, like, this type of horror. It never really scared me. Personal preference. Uh, The third act, I'm not bothered by that. I'd be the one that's like, I don't care who you say she is. She has rights. Don't give me none of this bull crap that, you know. So... Not my thing, but yeah, the, the nostalgia worked pretty well on me, so I'm giving this 6 out of 10 antlered masks in the dark. You do bring up a good point, Brad, but she's a woman living in the United States. How many rights is she really going to be able to have? 